after that, it just became more. Yeah, I was more like, so this was my point of view. I saw you running around. I was like, what is this? Like, is she okay? Like, she's not on fire or anything. <laughs> I was like, she was, she was running at full potential, guys. Yeah. <laughs> around, around the car only. And then I was like, what's going on? So I, what did I do? Oh, I was laughing. And then you're like, Vivian, Vivian. I was, I was like, like, help. What? I was like, help me, Vivian. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Hello, everyone. Oh, man, I'm so loud. <laughs> Welcome back. The, I don't know if anybody knows, but I'm usually the louder one. Yeah. I'm like so loud. My my voice kind of just it just projects very loudly. Very very well. Uh, for me, I have to talk a little bit closer to our mics. Yeah. I'm encouraged to talk away mean. from my mic. Of course. Your voice is so loud. <laughs> Like when I edit our uh, the, our episodes, man, Vivian's voice is so loud. And then when I was listen to my own, and it's just like very quiet. And yeah, it's more I don't know on a subtle side. But anyways, so today, remember we were talking about coffee? Yes. So yeah, so when I used to work at a coffee shop, I had like maybe five or six mm-hmm. around there because yeah. you know I had four a.m. shifts. Really? Yeah. Oh. So when I open, yeah, I usually wake up at maybe three-ish and I had to be there by 4.30. But anyways, like usually in the morning I would have like, like if we were to count how many espresso shots I have within that day, maybe like four or five, four or five-ish. And I think I have coffee withdrawals. Really? Yeah. Like my head hurts right now because I haven't had caffeine. Currently? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Oh my God. I was also (gasps) talking to my friend that was that is becoming a nutritionist yeah, yeah and she yeah. told me she was like uh, i was telling her about like my headaches mm-hmm. i was telling her i was on a cleanse from coffee and she's like when was the last time you had coffee and i was like three to four days and she's like that's why your your body is addicted to co- caffeine <gasps> she and the reason why i have migraines the reason why a little bit tmi but like constipation oh. is because of coffee really yeah like the coffee flushes everything out of my body yeah, because they do have that uh It's like substance. some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, oh my, my god. god. You're addicted. <gasps> oh You're my god. A... Hey, but like Caffeine coffee head. is so good. It is. I do but enjoy I drink it black. The... Ooh, pure black. Yeah. I, I need to have milk in mine because if I don't, I will go haywire. I will go nuts. No, I have <laughs> I'll go black. caffeine high. <laughs> That's what I call it. But also, you're so bad at like yeah. taking caffeine. Caffeine trash and alcohol trash. trash. The total opposite here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need my coffee diluted as much as it could. Well, like, no, as much as no could. instant coffee gets you. Yeah, even instant. That coffee. I find funny. Even cheap instant coffee can still make me caffeine high. Yeah, I get freaking cheap. Well, not cheap, but it instant cheap, coffee yeah. it doesn't get me. It doesn't where affect I need you to at be. all. Yeah, yeah, it actually does do something to me, and I just find that hilarious too. I'm I like, find that hilarious. Wow, I can't about, believe I'm this. Bad. Why don't we get decaf? Well, I do like the flavor, the taste of it, but I honestly drink ca- coffee for its purpose mm-hmm. to keep me awake. 
oh, I actually like the taste of coffee. And that's why you drink it every day. Yeah. For me, it's just like when I actually need it, then I'll drink it. If I don't need it, I don't drink it. Because yeah. I know that I, I can't handle the caffeine. And it's just like, if I really need to stay awake for a whole day for certain days, I'll be like, fine, I get to drink a coffee today. Mm-hmm. Just because I need it. I really, that's why I really like to drink coffee black. Some people are like, oh my God, it's so bitter, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. for me, I'm like, no, it's like, it's either a little old, so sour, or it's a bittersweet type of taste. I like the bittersweet flavor. Yeah, you got rich But taste, I, I need to have milk in it. I can't oh. just have it pure black. Mm-hmm. It's just missing Like a some. latte? Yeah. For say, if I go to McDonald's, I will just get two milks. Uh, not not even double double uh-huh. just two milks in the coffee i don't like i just like milk and coffee in together i don't mcdonald's coffee is kind of watered down oh it's pretty good it's very it keeps me freaking down. awake that thing it hits hard on me oh, I, I have just... to get like two larges <gasps> i drink a small and i'm pretty much done oh, oh. i am dead at that point oh my like if i just drank that like just I think within two hours, I'm I'm hyped. Oh, I am. Woo! I'm out of this universe. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on a trip. I had to drink two large coffees to help me stay awake. Like I finished the I first large know. coffee and I was like, I don't feel it's crazy awake. So I got another one, and then I was drinking that one. I think I was like halfway or something, and we stopped by a like local coffee shop and I had to get a. Americano. I can say that I can still get caffeine high from McDonald's iced coffee. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and milk teas, like bubble tea milk teas. Like oh if it's like <laughs> if if the shops make it or like have their teas very brewed and like Oh, it's too strong for you. It's too strong for me. I can actually not sleep because of drinking a bubble tea. Or get oh, caffeine shoot. high. That's one of my fears. <laughs> and guess what our episode is this about. week? It's about fears. Rational yeah. and irrational, irrational fears. fears. <laughs> what are you scared of? I'm scared of <laughs> intaking too much caffeine. Sometimes. Do you ever are you ever scared that you can't sleep at night? Like you need the yeah. good night rest. Yeah. I hate when I can't fall asleep or like sleep. Insomnia. Yeah, kind of, kind of like, but just like the day of, because usually like I want to say ninety nine percent of the time I can oh. just fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. But unless I take like caffeine mm-hmm. or a very caffeinated drink, mm. I can stay up, Pretty or like I will be tossing and turning on my bed mm. for a very long time yeah. at night. I think, I think for me though, it's like. I, I think it's because I've been very, very busy lately. Yeah. When I hit my bed, I'm like... Eh. You instantly fall asleep? Asleep. Nice. Like, don't even... Yeah. Don't even try. That's me? Even if I took oh. caffeine that day. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I, I remember there was this one time. So, I work... I work seven days a week, which is not healthy. Everyone, it's not healthy. Please, please take a break. And I was drinking coffee. I finished work. And I was, you know going to my class so I was like oh I need a coffee so I could stay awake during my class got a large you know just in case just in case I was going home and I was like so tired I was like falling asleep on the bus going home I almost I almost missed my stop almost 
And then when I got home, you know, obviously you do everything. And then I was on my bed and I, I, I slept like a baby. We talked about coffee for freaking 10 minutes, Did by we? the way. I was like, Vivian, are you going to stop? I don't know. I just <laughs> talking about coffee. Say. But anyways, some irrational. Yes, we're going to start um, off with fears that. that we have. Did you want to start off? I believe you have a lot to say. I have a lot of irrational fears. I think a lot of people can relate to this. I'm going to start off saying insects. Yes. Especially. Me. The most common one. Oh my god. Spiders. <laughs> that's number one. Actually, not. that's not my number one. That's my number two. Oh, what's your my num My number one is butterflies slash moths oh my goodness oh i don't Do even we have a hot story for this i wouldn't even call it a fear i'm gonna call it a phobia at this point oh my god butterfly slash moths uh-huh <laughs> i'm shaking oh my god i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it right now <laughs> i don't know how i got i this. can confirm that she hates oh. anything with wings like oh. that like the category of butterflies slash moths. There's actually this one time Heidi was driving me home because it, it was, was really late. Late. It was yeah, nighttime. You... Like around nine, she was over at my house. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to drive you home. Her house is not that far from mine. It's literally a five minute drive. Yeah. But then that night I needed to get gas. So I went to this gas station near my place and then... We went to like the first stall, which is like near the, the side where a lot of trees and stuff were. Mm -hmm. By the way, the location was very important. This is why she's pointing it out. Like, yes. It was at the very end. It was like the first very end one. At the edge. Mm -hmm. So we parked there. So I didn't realize that it was moth season or forgot it was moth season. For our gas stations, you can just like insert the card and everything and just do everything at the machine there. And then I got out of the car, inputting all my information. I'm ready to pump gas. And then I saw a moth next to me. And I was like, oh shit, I got so scared. I was like, oh. And then I looked on the other side, right? I was like, oh, there's another moth. <laughs> And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? And I was in the car the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I was inside the car the whole time. <laughs> and then, so I was like trying to use like the, the gas nozzle, the pumping thing to like kind of whack away the moths. And then, but later I found a few more moths flying towards me. And I was like, oh my god! And I was like, what's going on? So, I think you I, ran around the car like five times. I was so scared. I was like, holy shit. And then, uh, I was like, I was so scared. So, I put down the nozzle and I just I kind of had to run away and like away from the car for a bit to see like what was the whole big picture, what was happening, why is there so many moths. And then I can see Vivian inside the car freaking laughing at me freaking recording me it was so funny and then after that it just became more yeah i was more like so this was my point coming. of view i saw you running around i was like what is, <laughs> is she okay like she's not on fire or anything <laughs> i was like she was, you, she was running at full potential guys yeah. <laughs> around around the car only and then i was like what's going on so i 
What did I do? Oh, I was laughing. And then you're like, Vivian, Vivian. I was, I was like, like, help. What? I was like, help me, Vivian. Yeah, so I got out of the car and I realized there was like a bunch of moths gathering. I can't and mind you guys, mind you, mm-hmm. it was the only locate, like it was the only stall that had moths. No, like all the other, other places had it, but like there wasn't as much as like the, the one. Fa- it was a family. We had a family was, on top of. Oh your my car. gosh! It was I can say more than ten moths surrounding that da- car. I think it's. I think it was more than. 20. It was just my car. I don't yeah, know why. It was only your car, and like okay, so I remember I had to help you put in your car and insert everything again because you put the nozzle down, yeah. and then. The machine, machine wasn't working, so we had to go inside. <laughs> and and like, we, when we came outside, there was even more. more. And I was like, I cannot do this. I was like, I know Vivian is, isn't as scared as me. So I was like, can you please help me? Yeah, put so gas I literally helped her pump gas into her car. But it was still flying. They were still they were flying just like everywhere. Me. Some of them actually landed on the car and just stayed there. And I was like crying and praying, please leave me and us alone. You were literally like I was off the street. I was on the off street. The street. <laughs> uh, basically, not even on on property. On the, on the property of the gas station. I was on the other side <laughs> of the sidewalk. I was laughing. I, I was like, yeah, Vivian, you go, girl. I was encouraging her. And then you, like, you, you know can what pop that gas. Oh, some guy. So Vivian quickly went back in the car in the passenger seat. Yeah. And then I had the key and I was trying to get in back into the driver's seat and drive off. But then all those stupid moths kept flying around and kept surrounding the car. And there were so many like near the driver's door. So I was just like, I I was like, I was like, okay, I'm, I told myself, I'm, I'm going to go and run for it. And then when, when I saw one, I was like, oh, nope, 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 nope. okay, turn back, turn back. Okay, then I was like telling myself, okay, I'm going to wait another good time. And I'm going to watch. If there's none, I'm going to run for it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And it was just chaotic. So one guy passed by. He was staring at me for a long time. And he was like, he asked me, hey, do you need help? And I was like, no, thank you for asking, but I can do this myself. He's like, okay are you sure and i was like yes uh i'll figure it out but thank you and he's like okay uh take care and i was like thanks still was staring at me yeah and i was still like going back and forth i'm like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this he was like watching a show yeah he was just like he stood there and he was like (laughs) and then this other guy from another stall uh a male with a a truck asian he was also watching me, hearing me scream, trying to run to my car. I think he saw what was happening. He just saw all those moths surrounding us, and I was, just, you uh-huh. know, crying for my life. And then he also went like, "Hey, do you need help getting inside your car?" And I was like, "Um, I was no, he didn't say that. Yeah, he He's did. like, yeah, he do did. Do you want me to drive your car out here? No, no, for no, no, you? he did not. Oh, he didn't say that. No. I heard that. That was the other guy." Oh, okay, okay. So the, this one guy said, hey, do you need help getting your car inside your car? And I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, should I say yes? And I was like, uh, it's okay. I think I can do it myself. And he's like, all right. And in that, the first guy, he came back. He's like, why don't you get your friend, your friend yeah, yeah. to drive off and they, like get away from this area first? And I was like, that's really smart. But then I have the keys. Yeah. So how am I going to get it to Vivian? No, it was just a chaotic it was chaotic. Like situation. And then at the end, I was like, Vivian, 
I need you to drive oh, <laughs> But I need to give you the fucking keys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, uh, I want to come out. I know, because, like, once she opens the door, there's got to be some that got to, like, fly in. So yeah. I, I was I was more worried about that. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of scared because I think by that time, there was a lot by the glass. Yeah, there was some on the, the window door. and on top. And you're like, and don't like, come out yet. And I was don't like, don't. They're going to fly in. Like, they were, like, literally where the door is. Or when she opens it, it would just, like, they can quickly fly in. Yeah. So then she she opened the door quick. I just threw my keys in there really yeah. quick. And then I think she said one of them actually flew in. Yeah, I think one of them flew in. But and she then closed it, the door. Maybe I killed it. I, I don't, don't know. know. Oh, I was so scared. I, I think I saw it go in. I was like... No, it didn't go in. It dropped from the door. <laughs> that sounds gross. But anyways, Vivian got the key. She, she like, got into the driver's seat and she drove, like, at least, like, away from that spot. Yeah. And I was, like, running for my life. And we switched spots because yeah. I, I, I had to drive again. And I was, like, uh-huh. oh, my God. That was the most that was traumatic so Thing that ever happened in my life yeah. and i was like cry like basically crying not real crying but like i was like vivian i'm so glad you're here <laughs> like, if you weren't i'd be crying and just i i wouldn't know what to do at this that point was so funny. it was so so funny so chaotic and when i got home my my family was just like what took you so long <laughs> like that trip is probably like should take maximum five to seven minutes yeah. max we took but half an hour, took half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we took freaking half an hour I was at the like, gas station and then i was like and then i i was like guys i just experienced the most traumatic thing in my life so i told them the whole story and they just laughed at me yeah of course <laughs> And I was like, I'm never doing that ever again. And no Are you time. ever going to go back there? Well, not maybe this season. <laughs> not during this moth season. <laughs> Lesson learned. But you know what? I had to get it. I had to get gas because yeah. I had 10 cents off. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't use it that day. <laughs> it will expire. <laughs> That's the most funny part. <laughs> it was- Oh I had God. to get it. It was a must. But yeah, that is my most biggest irrational fear of my life. Wow. And that story, <laughs> I don't think we would ever forget that. I don't think so. Uh, it's the most funniest thing laughing. I've ever... I have video footage if anybody wants it. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> you could literally see her running a marathon around the car. <laughs> see how concerned and scared I was. That was so funny. I think that the spectators and the other people were laughing too. Front row seats. Like, <laughs> like who is this crazy girl? Oh my What's God. wrong with her? I'm so sorry. No, but like, to be completely honest, <laughs> it was scary. It was? Even for me, it was scary. Like, right? I was kind of taken aback by how many moths, moths were, were on your car. Or just surrounding us. And it was only that stall. Yeah, in my car. Yeah. Remember we drove off and then we were, I was just looking. Like, there was a car who went after me in that stall. There wasn't any. As, well, there was Okay, some. there was, but not as much as when I was there. I was like, why? Yeah. I wonder why. I just, me. Yeah. This is what my sister said. She said, you know how, like, moths are attracted to light? Mm-hmm. Maybe my car was very reflective. 
with a lot of light. No, but remember, like, the lights were blinking on our stall. Yeah, but, like, we're... You know how my car reflects, or I oh, guess reflects a lot of light? Yeah. So that's why they were on the car a lot. And I was maybe. like, oh, maybe. And I'm like, mm, true. But either way, don't go at night. Just not during moth season. Yeah. I'm just traumatized. Yeah. I was a little traumatized too. <laughs> just for 10 cents per liter, guys. <laughs> I cannot. Oh my gosh. Hey, at least Vivian got to experience that with oh me. I didn't gosh. have to experience that alone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's uh... a memory to hold for us yeah forever but yeah but what's another irrational fear you have no let's talk about you i've been talking this whole time uh what's i fear? i actually don't have a lot i'm like scared of heights oh that's very common yeah well. like a lot of people are scared of heights mm-hmm. but i think for me i have a thing for heights and water oh so for heights i can take up to a certain point like if you go for the elevator ride at PE, is that I'm too okay? Hard? Oh really? So this is what happens. I get on it thinking like, oh, you know, it's not the end of the world. Whatever. Let me get over my fear. I'm on it and I'm like shaking. Like I get anxiety. Oh. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god, it's gonna go up. Oh my god. Like, it's gonna be so high. Oh. And then once I'm on it, I'm fine. But then stuff like, I think. Uh, it's common for everyone but in the during the beginning it's kind of a little bit difficult to kind of wrap your head around how high you are Mm. for example i went um zip lining at whistler i was zip lining and we had to get off the edge and i was so i was literally gonna pee in my pants (laughs) i was so scared yeah i was like standing on the edge and the dude was like are you ready and i was like no what what makes you think i'm ready and i was like i was standing there and he's like all you have to do is sit down and let go and that was the most scared it was so scary like i was so scared i would probably be in my pants too yeah and he's like all you have to do is let go and it took me like I literally had to prepare myself. I pep talked myself. I was like, Vivian, you can do it. Like, all you got to do is let go. It's that easy. You just got to let go. I'm like holding on for my dear life. I'm like, oh my God, all you got to do is let go. But in the end, like, obviously, I I had to. And I had the time of my life. It's just, I think when I get up there and I look too much, if I look down, it's it's game over. Oh my God. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, But for my other fear water i can't swim oh, yes and yes, when can't. i was younger i almost drowned oh. yeah in a little in the ocean ocean lake lake <gasps> yeah i'm actually not sure where i was i was like nine or ten so was it your but, parents who just threw you in the water no it was my so, uncle oh so typical the asian way of yeah. making you like, learn how to swim uh, 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 they know. just throw you in the water and be like go swim, swim. float yeah, and I was like, "What? Like, have I how didn't do you... take any lessons? <laughs> how do you expect me to learn?" Yeah, to but I almost drowned when I was like eight, nine, nine, ten. Oh gosh! So I have a fear of water. So when I'm on a boat, I get very clammy and um, nervous. Uh, like when you're outside a boat, like outside, for example, yeah. if you're inside a boat, is that okay? Like ferries, or um, yeah, inside a boat, cruise. I'm better. Okay. Yeah, like if I was on a ferry, I would feel safe because I can see other people walking. But then if I'm on like the outside of a boat, Mm. like let's say it's a small confined boat, I I would be holding on. Like I really would be holding on. Like kayaking and all. 
Oh, canoes and all that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've oh, been okay. trying to get over my fear by learning how to swim. Like, I think oh. that's, like, the first step. Mm-hmm, yeah. But also, like, I feel like everybody should know how to swim because it's kind of an asset yes. that you should have. Yes, I agree. I just don't have that yet. A lot of people don't know how to swim yeah. that I know of as yeah. well. But other than that, I can't really think of anything I'm that scared of other than heights and water. For me, I think I'm starting to fear the dark now more than when I used to. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid mm-hmm. or like teenager, I was okay with dark. Mm-hmm. But I think because I watch some stuff and listen to things now, like as in like stories. Yeah stories of what i've heard and what i've seen so that kind of got me more scared of the dark or being alone in the dark now because before i used to like when i was in high school like teenager times i have a basement and sometimes when everyone's asleep like on the third floor my mid main floor so i just and no one's really sleeps downstairs so i would just hang out downstairs at like 2 3 a.m myself 4 a.m and now I'm kind of scared to hang downstairs if I stay up late and everyone's asleep and I just want to like, you know, keep doing my own thing, have my own space. I think I would be scared too, actually. Now I'm scared. I don't know why. Even though I'm like, oh, it's just like, I'm so used to all the space, my basement. It's just like a little little suite itself. Mm-hmm. Like I got the TV, the couch, everything, but I don't know why. If I'm alone downstairs, I get it's more just, scared. It's just something in there, you know? I think, yeah, in the dark as yeah. well. I think if you put me in a dark room by myself, I think I would actually get scared. Mm. At, maybe the first minute or two, I'd be like, okay, this is fine, this is fine. But then, like, as time passes, I think I'd be shitting my pants at mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, I, I'm ready to get out of here. <laughs> like, please mm. let me out. I'll be start. Yeah, I think I would be the same. Because I think my brain will start playing tricks on me. Yeah. There will be, like... A sound, but maybe but no, sound. no sound. I'll be like, "What was that?" You think? You what was that? Like, yeah. and you're like, "Wait, my brain's playing with me now." And it's uh-huh. like, "Oh, I hate that." Wait, does haunted houses count? I think so. I've never it's been into one. I still haven't been to one. I I did actually go to one. I went in with one of my friends. Oh, uh, okay. Oh so I went to Peony. Okay. We went into the haunted house, mm. and I was like, guys, I can't do it. I can't. I, like, I'm just, I'm I'm scared. And obviously, you know, they were, like, making fun of me, teasing me. But I'm like, no, I'm scared. Yeah. Stop. Same. And they're just like, go in. Because we already bought the ticket. So I was like, oh, my God. Okay, let's go. I did that pep talk with myself. Like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like, nothing. Because it's already, you know, it's P&E. Everything's planned out. I ended up kicking one of the actors. <laughs> like, you know what? I probably would do the same. Like, I was so scared. I kicked one of them, and I felt so sorry afterwards. And he had to escort me out of the oh, haunted really? house. Yeah. Oh. And you I got was kicked like, out. Thank you, of the haunted house, because I got... kicked him. You're not allowed to touch any of the actors. Oh, so you got kicked out. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Uh... I was like, thank God. Yeah. And I was standing outside and, you know, the PE Fright Night, they would like come up to you oh, yeah. and do weird stuff. Oh, I would cry. They're not allowed to touch you though, yeah. but they would be doing weird stuff. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Please, please get out of my Like, I, I don't so think scared. I could do that. Oh my God. I'll have me so scared. I would, I, I could not do it. Oh, yeah. I, I could not. Like, I've, I don't think I've ever been to Fright Night. You should. <laughs> 
with all these years, I don't think it's worth my money, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's a fun activity to go to, but yeah. it's not. I, I would mind. not go again, to be honest. I would not go again. <laughs> I wouldn't mind with a really big group. And if they, all of them, let's say 10 people say that they want to go to the haunted house and they're trying to make me go, I'll be like, okay, fine. But I need to have like all you guys next to me. Yeah. Like yeah. I have to be in the center and you guys are the outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like at least someone to cling on, hold on to, uh-huh. or like, you know, hide into exactly. if something pops and just like to keep me calm. And <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, can't. I just, <sighs> But bringing the conversation a little bit deeper. We're just, we're just weaklings. <laughs> I'm a weakling. No, bringing the conversation a little bit deeper. Let's talk about the fear of maybe losing a friend. Or... It's rational fears. Yeah. The fear of being friends with someone again. Ooh. That's yeah. kind of juicy. Either or. Ooh. Sounds like you have a story. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. Okay. Yes, girl. I actually have a fear of being friends with someone again. Ooh. Yeah. And I have fears of losing a friend as well. Oh yeah, me too. Mm. Start. So with with losing a friend, I think I think you you can kind of relate. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh it can be, oh, I spent so many years with you. We have so many memories together. I had so much fun while we were hanging out. After, let's say, like nine, ten years, mm-hmm. suddenly you're just gonna you're gonna dip, like let let it all go, right? Pretend and think that's fine. Yeah, and sometimes like, isn't it a waste of yeah. all those years? Right. Of course, it it's different in every friendship and relationship. Yeah. But for me, when I have like a long time friend i usually want to keep that relationship just because we have a lot of memories together but also i've seen you grow as a person That's true and sometimes i'm kind of like girl i saw you from here to here i and was part of your i guess youth at this point yeah 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 and i'm kind of like oh my god like i want to see what you do in the future but guess not 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 anymore yeah sometimes i'm kind of this is bittersweet but at the same time people move on it's just how it is in life so i have fears of losing people as well so i agree i can i can totally relate to that as well losing friends is like what you said before is all the years of friendship and what you've been through all the memories and then you just have to throw it away at the end just because, you know, compatibility or just different values anymore. And you're like, oh, I wish we can keep going with this. But I guess this is the end of the road for us. Mm-hmm. And it's very unfortunate. Yeah, it's like they want something else compared to me. Yeah. Our values change. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's not, it's going to be hard sustaining this friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> And then the worst part is when you have like, let's for example, you give each other a lot of things, you have a lot of photos and accessories or whatever, and then you see all these, you get reminded and you're like, oh my God, do I throw this out? Yeah. Do I burn these? Like, oh yeah. What do, do I, I do? burn them? <laughs> yeah. Especially photos. Yeah. <sighs> I hate when you take so many photos and you're like, oh my God, this is like for life, but you just, you find a bunch of them. 
digital and physical photos. Exactly. And you're like, God dang, what do I do with all this? There's also like sometimes I think about like, let's go, let's say you went to this place and you and your friend did a lot of stupid things that were so, so funny. And you're kind of like, oh my God, we did that. We I know. We did that. And it's kind of, I wouldn't say regretful, but it's just it's a kind shame. of sweet, it, bittersweet, bittersweet. A shame. Yeah. yeah. But on the other side, <sighs> becoming friends with someone that you kind of cut off. Well, unless you have like a big, big grudge on that person, mm-hmm. obviously you wouldn't. But for me, I had a case where I had to become, or you know, had the option of whether I wanted to become friends with someone again after a few years. And I was just at a crossroad, you know, not sure wasn't sure what I wanted to say (laughs) but I think when it comes to becoming friends with someone you used to be friends with obviously with time you guys can grow apart or become closer because you guys haven't been talking for a few years and in my case I felt like we did become closer but at the same time because I can say this because No, that person already knows. (laughs) That person kind of hurt me in a way where it made me, you know, the wound was deep. Trying to fix it now, in a way. Yeah, that person's trying to fix it. I appreciate it. I really do, like, thank you. But at the same time, is it beneficial for me to keep this friendship, is what I'm trying to say. Will this ever heal, this wound? Yeah, will my wound be healed after you freaking rub salt in it? (laughs) hurt you know? oh no yeah i feel like when it comes to someone trying to attach themselves back into your life i feel fearful like i'm i'm afraid that something might happen again yeah and that's why you got trust issues now <laughs> or that's how people get trust issues yeah. that's how that's how it become became yeah. about became about yeah i'm very yeah. fearful about that I haven't heard the full story yet, but I would love to know about it very soon. Very, very soon. Yeah. Very yes. soon. Very. I'm very interested and somewhat excited to hear about it. Yes, so me too. I'm, I'm excited to, to hear tell you the about other it. side of the story, because I kind of know what's happening to your your side. So I'm like, I want to see yeah. what that person says. Mm. If you guys listen back, you'll kind of have a hint. A ah, hint. nah. <laughs> Don't, don't try. <laughs> but yeah, but what I'm trying to say is when someone else is trying to come back into your life, trying to align themselves with you again, I'm kind of, for me at least, I'm kind of at that point where if you weren't good to me in the past, why should I give you a chance now? Ooh. You know, I, I thought about it when I was talking to this person mm-hmm. and this person the whole entire time they were trying to appeal themselves as a good friend again. Um, and I really didn't know what to say. I was very honest. I was really, really honest when I when I told this person about how I felt. Yeah. Um, don't wanna expose this person, but let's call let's call them Oh, here here it comes with the name with the names. <laughs> Objects and Object, adjectives. Exactly. Let's call this person Melon. 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 That's so a great name. Melon. Melon is trans, okay? They. <laughs> okay. So Melon had told me that 
you know, they were sorry and everything. And I said to Melon, hey, thank you so much for everything. But I'm kind of at that phase where I don't know whether I want you back in my life as a friend. Mm-hmm. As a friend. Yeah, yeah. Hey, being a friend, being as a friend is, is a lot of work too. Yeah, you got to put a lot of effort in a relationship or a, a friendship. Yeah. And so when I said that to the them or that person, Melon. Melon, they were kind of taken aback because I was so honest. I was very honest before as well, but mm-hmm. I guess with misunderstandings in the air, it was kind of hard. But with Melon, this time around, they were very solid of, on what they wanted. They had a purpose. So yeah, so I told Melon, I don't know, please give me time. I want to think about it. I don't know if you're going to hurt me again. I'm actually scared to have you back in my life. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I, I tried to be as mature as possible. To tell him how you truly feel. Yeah, to tell them how I truly felt. Because I, like I said, the wound was big. Yeah. And I don't, I'm kind of scared to get hurt again. Yeah, makes sense. So when that, when Melon was like, yeah, you know, trying to push it. Melon was really trying to push it, actually. I was kind of like, hey, you know, give me time. Give me time. That's all I need. That's all I'm asking for. I don't have the answers for you right now. Oh, that's really good answer. To yeah, give I was him. like, I really don't have the answers that you were looking for. Oh yeah. Um, and so I told Melon, hey, you know, I think you should leave at that and stop appealing yourself to me as a friend. Or stop yeah. bothering you, messaging you as much. No, I met up with Melon. Uh, oh yeah, you. Yeah, I did. did. <laughs> um, Dang. Yeah, you know, so. At this point, after the conversation, I am still at the phase where I don't know. I really don't know. Like, how do I, how do I find the answers is a problem for me because, like I said, the fear of getting hurt, the fear of having a friend back into your life is, I think it's a very difficult decision because they're going to be in your life forever. Yeah, that's right. You know, some may, some people might be like, oh, why don't you just, you know, be friends with Melon again? But the problem is, even if I'm like, oh, Melon, let's be friends. And then we don't hang out. He's still my friend. In the you end. never know what he's going to do. Exactly. In the future. So having to give Melon an answer is very difficult for me because I know that if uh, that person is my friend, I will end up hanging out with it, them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think it's just a hard decision to make. And I don't know what to say other otherwise. I'm proud of you. At least you know yourself. You realize what your boundaries and limits are and realizing that he could be a risk Mm -hmm. or not a risk in Mm -hmm. your life so it's good to realize that and talk yourself and telling yourself okay do i want this person back in my life or not like what what do i need to know in order if i do let him in my life like what what answers do i need or what will he bring that to the table for me that we can keep this strong healthy relationship in the future or just a friendship yeah exactly so good for you it's a lot for, for to knowing. ponder about. yeah not everyone has the guts to like to take the initiative or be brave to contact that person back and be like yeah and tell them straight up hey i'm not sure mm-hmm. where this is gonna go i'm not comfortable yet so time is all all i need mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so please respect that yeah exactly and luckily he said yes to give you Luckily, that time. Melon did say yes. Okay, to give you this time. That's good, okay. 
at least uh, both sides mutually they didn't really mm-hmm. melon didn't really specify whether or not he'll give me time but i did say to melon hey i need time and whether or not you like it or not i still need time and mm-hmm. that's my answer mm-hmm. if you can't give it to me mm-hmm. then my answer is probably a no mm-hmm. melon did actually say that the fact of me not being friends with melon is heartbreaking i don't remember the exact words that melon said but melon basically said he hates the fact that i won't be friends with him oh so that person already said that to you yeah so it's just on me now but you know i can take all the time i need you know you don't need to wait for me but i mean vivian's not your significant other either so, yeah we're, like, we're friends so don't need to be so harsh on that <laughs> yeah exactly so the message i got from talking to melon is that sometimes you know if you guys align you align mm-hmm. if you don't there's a reason that you don't align and i really think that sometimes it's okay to have the time for yourself mm. as well as if you want to say no it's a hard no yeah if you want to stay friends with that person, you have to make sure that they will be in your life and they will be a benefit to your lifestyle. Mm. As bad as it sounds, what I meant by benefit is the fact that you're going to be happy with them being in your life. Not that they're going to benefit you in any way. Like using in that like sense. Using you. Not, yeah. that, not that kind of sense. But. but what I mean is they're going to make you a better person mm-hmm. because they're your friend. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know them. So... That's what I've learned, and I'm still afraid. Yeah. And being, I think being scared is totally fine. Mm. Yeah. I think one every single person can relate as a rational fear is losing a family member. Exactly. Yeah. I think that Grief. is that is my fear, mm-hmm. especially my loved ones. I don't oh know. I, I mean, yeah, my grandparents are not here. Both, all my grandparents, so... That, that's tough on me already and if upcoming years more of my family members start to decrease in size one by one it, it's hard for me because i mentioned this so many times i'm the youngest on both sides of my family and when i was born i had a lot of uh, relatives who were basically uh, retired or going to be retired and yeah like everyone all my aunts and uncles are retired right now and basically pushing that senior level the generation at this point and my parents are basically the younger ones but they're pretty much retired now so like it's hard and heartbreaking to know that my family's getting older and i'm not getting younger too so it's heartbreaking and it's just a big fear because like i haven't experienced much yet i would love to communicate and hang and learn more from my family because there's not not many opportunities now but yeah that one is my biggest fear right now yeah i would say that that's a big fear for me we all kind of know eventually you know everybody's gonna yeah you know (laughs) yeah that's how life is yeah but you know circle of life (laughs) but trying not to be as depressing yeah (laughs) i think that while you're still alive, you know, there's a purpose. Yeah. Do something with it. That's the reason why you're here. Exactly. 
make the best exactly out make of the your best day. out of your life every get day a purpose, get a goal yeah you know start somewhere even if you're older now it's fine mm-hmm. you're still you're, you still need to start somewhere mm-hmm. if you can't do it when you're 20 do it in your 30s if you can't do it when you're in your 30s do it when you're in your 40s yeah, yeah. you can't do it in your 40s that's fine you got your 50s 60s 70s like let's go do something yeah vivian yeah. get that pep talk exactly heck you know? yeah <laughs> I, I always try to view things on the positive side because life is just a little bit too short to be kind of that depressed is all, all the time. But yeah, the main the main thing is to get a goal. Try mm-hmm. try to do something with that goal. Yeah. Get somewhere with it. Get that satisfaction. Yeah. If you can't get that satisfaction after achieving that goal, find another goal. Nobody's gonna hurt you. Like it's not it's scary to start. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's always scary when you start and then as you do it it's like why was i scared in the first place so that's the other fear failure failure very common very 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 common common. i'm pretty sure every single person has that fear Mm -hmm. a failure we have that fear if you don't try you never know yeah exactly look at us (laughs) (laughs) i mean there were so many times where we told each other we're like oh this might not work but you know what Let's just try it out. We're still young. Or like, not everyone's perfect, you know. And being a perfectionist actually slows things down a little bit more than what you imagined. Yeah. So try not to be a too perfectionist. It can be perfect. It it could be well. But don't spend too much time perfecting everything that it delays everything or makes the quality worse, actually. Mm -hmm. Or like the work not as nice as you hoped it'd be mm-hmm. so let's get your idea work towards it if it's good enough and people understand it and they're pleased with it just do it go for it and start from there and that's where you learn and grow you don't even have to please people you know no if you're content yourself exactly yeah if you're satisfied for what you're doing what you're you want to want it to go then be satisfied with it reach higher don't don't let other people pull you down because if you do you're gonna get pulled down and yeah and then you'll be hit rock bottom and then you'll be yeah and stuck then in that's your when it gets scary yeah. yeah that's that's when you fear even more even more than what you initially had exactly people are like oh but when you're at rock bottom you have nothing to lose well you have nothing to lose in the first place yeah if you think about it like if you're starting something yeah maybe you're losing money maybe you're losing time but that time becomes experience you're learning from that experience money you can get always get it back mm-hmm. like money's a number you can go low you could go high mm-hmm. but i think the most important part is when you're trying to please other people to do something your work gets harder if you're content and you you enjoy what you're doing the time goes so much faster and you learn so much more. And I personally think personally think that if you are content with what you're doing, you reach higher goals, you're going to get somewhere. Achieve better. Mm-hmm. Go higher. Facts. True facts. Yeah, exactly. Actual facts. That's why I think people that, you know, start something, get somewhere, don't, don't, Put others' opinions in their own work is so so cool because it takes so much to do that. And overthink is one big factor too. We can probably talk about that in some other episode one day, but 
Overthinking is a different topic. It is such a big topic. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I like. I can't even start. Where do we start with overthinking? And another episode, not this one, because <laughs> we are actually going to close this one now. Yeah. Uh, today, wow, a lot of fears. Some we shared our irrational and rational fears in our lives, and pretty sure most of you guys could probably relate as well. So thank you for listening to us. Thank you. And our episode today. Hope that was interesting enough mm-hmm. for you guys to listen on. Uh, so yeah, follow our socials, our Instagram, our Facebook, our uh, own social media handles. Our Instagram, basically me and Vivian. Mm-hmm. You can find that on the description box in our own Bojo Podcast Instagram page, and uh, we're also on Spotify. Anchor, Google Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast platforms. Check those out if you Haven't want to. Already. <laughs> yes. And yes. until next time, I see Joy King La. E. <laughs> <laughs>